I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to another Happy Pod, the only podcast in the world. My name is Nathan. I am the host of this podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host. No one even cares who he is, so I'm not even going to tell you his name. All we care about is the fact that he tells us what this silly little show is all about. Over to you, nameless bitch. I've been belittled. I don't know if I like this. (laughs) But I do have a job to do, and that is to tell people uh, that this is a show um, where we get together, we talk about all things pop culture, that could be movies, it could be television shows, it could be games, and we try and put a positive spin on it, as there is too much negative Nelly nonsense out there in the world. Uh, I am Lawrence, and actually, yeah, I didn't know what I was going to say there, but I figured I may as well actually introduce myself, because Nathan's being a rude boy. No one cares. (laughs) I did the thing, I did the thing I have to do. Hello, how are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm insulted now. <laughs> any fun stories that have happened this week, Lawrence? Any f- uh, any fun pre-podcast banter you'd like to share? At, at, always best introduced as the pre-podcast <laughs> band. Yes. <laughs> um, you've put me on the spot, um, but I'm never a man to shrink to a challenge. I saw Batman in the cinema yesterday. You asked. You asked me. Did you see my tweet? Yeah, I did. I ignored it. Yeah, I know you I wanted. You, I wanted you to feel my <laughs> ignoring of it. You tweeted that like, "Oh, I'm seeing the dark night in seventy millimeter, like some sort of fucking film nerd," and then yeah. I just hurled abuse at you on Twitter. Just been like, "Hey, nobody cares, man." It was, just, it was just blunt. Often I see things you tweet about that I'm like, "I'm gonna let that one slide. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just ignore what? it." What do you see me tweet just about? Just stuff. Just no, stuff me, that other example. people don't care about. Give me uh, what is my Twitter. It's my, it's my Twitter. <laughs> yeah, but you're on my feed. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> tell, tell me what you see. I don't know. You tweeting nerd shit about Star Wars. Yeah. I like Star Wars. Yeah, well, I like Batman in 70mm, all right? It was good. It was no. a fun theatrical experience that I enjoyed. Little Virgin. 
And on Batman Day, Nathan, I wanted to celebrate. Batman Day is not real. It's real. It's what real to it? me. I'm sick of all these bullshit holidays, man. It's not bullshit. It's fun. Re-release a little movie. I'll go and see it. It's nice. It's capitalism at work, Lawrence. You're falling. Oh, You're oh falling no. For the ma- You're falling for the studios. <laughs> Tweet about it on your new iPhone. Fucking bitch. Oh, so just because I, you know, am part of society doesn't mean I can't partake in it. Oh. <laughs> what are you saying about me? You're literally that meme that's like, hmm, how curious. You critique society, yet you engage with it and have an iPhone. Hmm, 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 how curious. Right. That's you're, you. That's you're you, deliberately, You're deliberately trying to make me bite, and I won't do it. You literally just said iPhone. You're, try- you're still trying to make me bite, Nathan. I'm not the one giving money to the studios during the strike. <laughs> You're out here scabbing and shilling. <laughs> Fuck. I haven't got a comeback. Fuck you is my comeback. Yeah, well. Shut up. You're putting money in David Zaslav's pocket. How do you feel about that? I'll reconcile it because a considerable chunk goes to the, the cinemas. Does the it? independent. I don't think it does. It does? It does oh, How do they fucking make money then? Uh, concessions. Just. Only concessions. Yeah. Well, then they'd, you, then they'd run know, a fucking sweet shop, wouldn't they? Do you not know how the cinema industry works? That's literally yeah. how they make the bulk of their money. Like, literally 95% of their funds come from concessions. Whatever. Shut up, man. You don't know. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you. Hairspray. The, the pre-podcast banter is over. You've ruined it for everyone now. No one gets to enjoy it. Well, by being correct... <laughs> By trying to, you asked me for a fun story. I regaled you with a little tale, and you immediately shot me down. What have you been up to since you're so interesting and cool and live on the right side of, of society? I bought a new iPhone. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no one else can see this because this is an audio thing. We're on video call, and he's so impressed with himself. He's he's laughing. He's smugly little chuckling away. Oh, it's funny. You f- <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Nathan, welcome to 1960s Baltimore. May the 3rd is uh, where we set our scene here today. Is it? Yeah, I said it on the paper. I wrote it down. I thought that would be a fun way to intro the podcast. Well, the but then you got day, me anyway. angry about Batman. Where is Baltimore? Oh, fuck. I don't know. America. Yeah, but there's like America's weird because for a lot of reasons. But <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we could just end that there. Yeah. <laughs> but they like have like... There'll be, like, at least five different versions, like, five different towns with the same name in America, like, all in different states. Is that why they say the town and then the state? Yeah, yeah. That's that's why they're, like, Chicago, Illinois, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because there'll be a Chicago in, like, I don't know, Maine, or whatever. It's terrible. What a fucking... It's too big of a country. A too big of a country that's that's made it too complicated. Yeah. America Just be a big country that does it... In a way that isn't like, oh, look at me. America was a mistake. We have progressed beyond the need for America, I think. <laughs> you're saying you're saying you agree with the British Empire. <laughs> no, I'm saying You think America <laughs> never should have seized their independence. We should we should most of our not most of them. I think America's our second biggest audience though, so we should probably stop this. <laughs> we we've done it too many times now that I feel like they know that we do this. Your country is very large, okay? It's large. And we hate you all. Anyway. <laughs> that was Lawrence who said that on me. Anyway, time for some engagement. Let us know where Baltimore is. Tweet us at another happy pod. Let's get some engagement going on. I don't know why, but I feel like it's in Washington. Like Baltimore, Washington sounds correct, but I don't know why. We're going to put an end to this. And I'm going to find gonna it out. We're going to look it up. 
Yeah, I am. There we go. Because I, I, I feel like we can't get past this until we find out. Yeah, we need to know where. In but then America. again, it felt very East Coast, and Washington's on the West Coast. Maryland, USA. I don't know if that's oh, actually. I feel very Maryland. British saying Maryland. <laughs> yeah, it's Maryland. Maryland yeah. is where Washington D.C. is, I think, or near about, if I'm not mistaken. Is that near Virginia? Maryland is bordered by Pennsylvania in the north, Delaware and the Atlantic Ocean in the east, and the Atlantic Ocean and Virginia in the south. Virginia, yeah. I think because yeah. Washington, D.C. isn't a state, it's a district. It possibly borders Maryland and Virginia. <laughs> We're going to break down every single <laughs> part of Hairspray with this level of, like... Yes. Like, Which is absolutely fuck. nothing to do with hairspray at all, by the it's way. It's just hairbrain nonsense what we're doing yes. right now. Wait, Washington isn't a state? No, Washington's not a state. Well, no, okay. There is a state called Washington, but it's nothing to do with Washington, D.C., where, you know, the, the president lives or whatever. I'm going to bust out a banger here, Nathan. You want to talk about states? The entire country of America is a state. Right, you said that. Let's <laughs> be very clear here. You're the one who said that on record. I'm sure the people are nice. It's just too big and you've overcomplicated it. They get it. They it live is, there. It is complicated. Apart from your block travel system, which might be exclusive to New York, but if it isn't... No, it's, uh, there's a lot of towns like that in America. Like most towns are designed like that in America. Yeah. You've mastered the art of suburban travel, is what I'll say. Or well, in-city no, travel. no. The- Go on, let's just discuss America. Well, go on. <laughs> well, I was going to say, what they've done is they've built... Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so deep in this rabbit hole. Why do we do this? Why is our podcast like this? <laughs> well, for, 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 all right, first of all, let me just say, 20 American listeners who are listening, this is all in jest, okay? This yeah. is just a good bit of fun. Just go with us for a minute. But, we've both been to America. We've enjoyed our experience. Yeah, I had a lovely time. Um, but, Admittedly, it was two presidents ago, and there's been some stuff gone on since. <laughs> this is also a little bit like, look, what they've done is they've created a country and a system that is so dependent on the vehicle, so dependent on cars, that <laughs> everything is like, the streets are all designed around cars. They, they in Especially in towns, not so much in cities, but especially in towns, they don't have like walkable streets and stuff like that. Um, and like... Any, like, you, you'll you drive down a street in America and, and everything is just like, you know when you drive down a street in the UK and it's like, you'll have buildings all, like, connected to each other on the side and stuff. Yeah. And you can and you can, you can can walk along the street and go in the shops. In America, it's like you'll have, like, car parks all next to each other with, like, a building in the middle of the car park. And then next to it, there'll be another car park with a building in the middle of the car park. And it, it's just that. Oh, oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah, so... So. That doesn't sound great. But then look, look. All right, let's let's regain some of our. If they haven't all gone, yes. Uh, to our American listeners, you can laugh and joke that we have a royal family that cost us fucking we millions. We have so many problems of our own. Like, yeah. it, we're we, fu- we're just as fucked, we, if not more. We are plenty fucked as it is. We're like the most fucking transphobic country in the world currently. So there's that. Yeah, and our government is just a bunch of fucking just scheming liars. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do anything other than be small, Rishi Sunak. Fuck you. What a strange way to start. We're ten minutes into this podcast. Nathan, it was your idea to bring the pre-podcast banter this week. It was my idea to discuss Hairspray, Lawrence, because I love a musical. We know this about me. Yeah. It's long established lore of this podcast that Nathan loves musicals and Lawrence fucking hates them. This is not uh, last musical. We we acknowledge that my arc is changing. You hate musicals because you hate fun. 
Yeah. Um, so it's my mission to get you to watch as many musicals as possible. So what I first must ask, Lawrence, had you seen this previously? In the same way that you spoke about The Hunger Games, I'd seen, I'd seen this, but it was very much like, that's about a show. Just missed every single like racial component to this movie. Oh, so you didn't actually know it was about racism in the civil rights movement? And that no, no. I mean, I, I, I could see what was there, but I was too young to understand what it was saying or what it was about properly. See, this is one of those movies that, like, I feel like every few years it does the round on like Twitter, on TikTok, and people are like, people are like listening to like the nicest kids in town or whatever, and be like, what? This is there's some weird stuff in here, and they're like. <laughs> We should cancel this musical. No, no, they're like, Hairspray is about racism. We're like, yeah, that's that's like the whole point of it. (laughs) (laughs) Do they do that thing where they like intentionally try, like, they like TikTok will, like, young kids will pick up on like a, 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 a slur in one of the songs in Hairspray and they're like they shouldn't have said this guys we need to get on top of this <laughs> like, yeah, like, not that it's the entire point yeah yeah. you chose this uh, you were adamant to do Hairspray Was this? is there a reason or was this just the next musical in your line of musicals you want me to see uh Probably just the next musical I thought of, really. What's your relationship to it, then? I um, first saw Hairspray when this movie... Well, actually, like, a few years after the movie came out, I first watched it, um, and I just liked it. It was a a fun, groovy time. It had a nice message. It uh, dealt with some issues. And all around, it was just a fun time. And there's good music and good stuff in it. So I like it. Good vibes overall. Yes. Did you get as excited um, when you first saw this? After you finished it, did you get as excited uh, for Hairspray 2 White Lipstick? What now? <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised too. So it never came out. It was cancelled whilst in development. Okay. Uh, but technically, legally, contractually, the entire cast is signed on. So is this a, a sequel to the movie, but it's not... Uh, a, a musical sequel that exists it doesn't exist it was always going to be a musical movie sequel okay so it's and a, a grease it never happened, situation yeah. and basically yeah yeah basically yeah. i i believe the core premise would be tracy is now famous and dealing with um the struggles of her weight against the pressure of fame they just i think they just dropped the, <laughs> the civil rights movement <laughs> component of all of it <laughs> Okay. They were like, it's fine. We actually solved racism in the 60s. So now it now Tracy's famous and everything's fine. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, it's probably a good thing that that didn't make it for development, really. Yeah, basically, yeah. But if yeah. it ever comes up, the script is written. No one knows what's in it, apart from like a basic synopsis of like plot. But like the I script is written and they're all legally fucking supposed to be in it if it ever comes to light. No, but- they would have been, but those those contracts would be void by now. Yeah, they would have expired. Yeah, 100%. And also, they're all rich enough now to be like, well, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you met my lawyer? <laughs> Listen, I wrote down the first thing I wrote down is, as a balding man, one can only dream of getting written up for inappropriate hair height. <laughs> okay. There's just something I can't... Uh, obviously, I can't... No thoughts on the opening number, just straight to... <laughs> <laughs> just straight to your your balding fucking talk. Good morning, Baltimore. Is what I'll say. <laughs> Great. No, it's a good opening number. It um, it sets it sets the little the pace nicely. I think also it's the amount of times I've said like the mark of a good musical, but like it's really important to get like the leading um protagonist right in a in a musical. 
and I, I think her name is uh, what's Tracy. her name? Tracy. Tracy, but the the actress that plays Tracy, Nikki something, I think it is Nikki. Nikki Minaj. <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah. Um, oh fuck! What was it down? Um, Nikki Nikki Blonsky is her name. Was she been in? Do you want to know? Yeah. I'd I was going to save this for later. Uh, Nikki Blonsky, this movie introduced her. This is her first professional performance. Yes. Uh, and then her most notable roles since have been a walk-on role in Ugly Betty. Ah. And uh, also primarily things that focus on her weight, the standouts being a series called Huge and a movie called Queen Sized. Oh, that's kind of sad. It's, it <sighs> really depressed me. I Genuinely, I finished this movie and I was like, I'd love to know what she did next. She's got a really remarkable presence and and she's endearing and i wanted to see more and i saw that and i went oh (laughs) (laughs) that really fucking sucks going from your breakout role being in a movie which celebrates being different and standing out and not looking like everyone else and and just in general just not just the most fat phobic piece of shit to just going straight into that that's Wow. Okay. It's really depressing. I, yeah. I genuinely, I was going to save that for a bit later on and really, really crush some spirits. But it Well, was... you've crushed them to begin with. So <laughs> thank you for that. But let's look, let's take, let's do her justice. Let's celebrate her performance because the, the opening number is very much like she's not working with a lot. There's not a lot going on. It's not, it's not a typical opening number where there's, you know, fucking confetti cannons and it, 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 it quietly introduces itself and doesn't, overstate itself but she's very charming and she's very walking along the streets it's 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 fun and it's endearing it's a it's a good opening number like i say it sets the stage quite well gives us a a, a taste of what's come but not too much so like there's mm. quite a few surprises along the way and stuff um and yeah it's just a all around a, a good opener i think just a good classic musical opener like here we go here things yeah. are hello and you, they, obviously, they have to introduce us straight away to um, to Tracy and and the the primary character, the main lead. Um, but then, like, you do like the, any fanfare that the opening number is missing, while it chooses to be a bit more understated, you get immediately in like straight away. Like she she basically goes to school. They rush through the school day. She comes back, and they're like, uh, they end up watching uh, the TV at Tracy's house, and you get the nicest kids in town, which is which is the real opening number of the thing. <laughs> The Corny Collins show with yeah. everyone in this movie slash musical is named like like a comic book superhero. <laughs> yeah. Tracy Turnblatt, Corny Collins, Penny, I think it's Penny Parker, I think, or Penny Penny something with a P. Penny Parker is Spider-Man. Penny so Parker is, that... is a Spider-Man, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, no, I guess a Spider-Woman. <laughs> a a Spider-Person is the yeah. term. Um, yeah, everyone just has alliteration names, which is yeah. which is quite funny it's the 60s that was it yeah (laughs) everyone in the 60s had alliteration names for some reason they were silly names there was just a 10-year period where everyone changed their name legally (laughs) to to have alliteration it it, it went that it went for that time and then there was a great purge oh oh, okay that got dark (laughs) and everyone (laughs) he started afresh with new certain a great culling after that all wow. the alliteration names. Oh no, I don't like that. Uh, but yes, the Corny Collins show introduces us to the nicest kids in town. This is a great little number. A lot of fun. Lot this of, is a very good number. A lot of dancing about singing. Um, James Marston, man. He's good, isn't he? He's so good. He's good. He's a good Corny Collins. 
Ah, oh, I, I haven't seen the Sonic movies. I hear they're good, and I hear he's good in them. I, I, I've watched like half of the first one because I fell asleep during it. A fucking <laughs> but glowing like, endorsement. That, no, but that's more of a comment on me than the movie, just because I'm napping all the time. I'm old man. I'm napping whenever you I can. are napping. You love whenever, a nap. I do. I love a nap. I'll get one whenever I can. Um, but what I watched was fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like he's talented, man. He's he's got he's it. Good. He's got the full package. He can act, sing, and dance. He's, he's a strange, triple threat. I mostly think of him as Cyclops. But that's yeah. such a nothing role for him, though, isn't it? It's such a don't look at my girl, Logan. Yeah, it, that <laughs> he, he exists to be like the most the most blunt edge of a fucking love triangle. Like, look at my weird glasses, but don't look at my girl. All right, <laughs> and that's another thing. You like you put James Marston in a role that should be charming and charismatic in Cyclops, yeah. and they just just make him a jealous loser. He also well, you gets... can't see his eyes; all of his charm is gone. He also gets done very dirty in the notebook as well. Oh, I forget he's in the notebook. Yeah, he? He, he, everyone forgets he's in the notebook. Yeah, he gets he gets done quite dirty in that movie. He's just like a nice guy, but because he's not Ryan Gosling, it's yeah. like no, fuck you. Ryan Gosling's like, you're really gonna marry that fucking loser? <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, he's he's calm. He's, he's nice. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he treats so well. <laughs> <laughs> I respect him. He's fine. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, just some great, great performance from him. I love to see him. Mm. Do you know what? I don't. I, it, you can't not like this movie. It's infectious. It is it's very infectious. And it's like if everyone's everyone's doing a little leg wiggle, and you're like, you're on the sofa, you're doing a little leg wiggle, you're tapping your foot around to the beat of the song. You were doing it. Yeah, it's true. Tell me, yeah, tell me you weren't. It's true. It's 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 great. There's some great funny lines in uh, the nicest kids in town song as well. Um, you'll never get to college, but you'll sure look cool. It's quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, and then there's on the one which always catches me off guard just nice white kids who like the, to lead the way and once a month we i'm not going to say it but you know what it is and once yeah. a month we have our day yeah. um just always catches me off guard that line just just this straight just the way the music just cuts out it's just yeah it's, it's just like this is yeah this is something we're doing <laughs> it's i am um, the 60s <laughs> Yeah, yeah, basically, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you, you, you arrived at that before me. I was like, where, where do we stand on the artistic license of being able to repeat a movie quote these days? I don't know. I, don't. I think let's just not. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel comfortable doing no, it. I, I don't want to say it. I'm completely <laughs> yeah. honest with you. I think let's just not. Okay. I, um, I, I actually, I, I was going to say this a bit later on, but I've got a note that says like how this movie, like, it, because it, it is open in, in having to say words that. Aren't openly accepted and, yeah. and shouldn't be said um, by certain it, people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and it, the movie tackles it in a really interesting way, but not like the usual Hollywood way. I think there's there are some ways of doing it where, like, I I understand that like directors want to tell a faithful retelling of something, and also sometimes want to just get across the sheer vitriol that was expressed by like white people. Yeah, right. and sometimes the the bluntest and most attention grabbing way is to have them say such slurs on screen. Yeah, and they're deliberately intended to be shocking. And then there's Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who was like, "I get to, oh my god, I get to do." He was like, "What year is this set in? Oh my god, I get to do, I get to do the thing." 
I get to do the thing. And um, I get to say it myself because I'm going to play this part. <laughs> yeah, and it, right. He's and never like, done that for the record. He's never written a part for himself where he gets to say it. But it just it feels like the kind of thing he'd do, though. He it definitely. I mean, he writes himself into suck feet all the time <laughs> yeah. and shit. So like, fucking. He loves the N word and feet, does he? Quentin Tarantino. He does. But like the the way I think this movie skirts around that <clears throat> is it it's in real like it, it's communicated in such a like a subtle way like like the prejudice is communicated clearly like there's the it's not unspoken but there's like the 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 line separating the two dances at the school there's how whenever tracy goes to detention it's only ever the black kids that are yeah. in detention um it, yeah just little things like that i think are really really clever but yeah i'm i'm they don't the movie doesn't pull punches but it's also not it doesn't outstay its need to offend no um, cuz it's a feel good movie yeah it is but it it's also got like it's a feel good movie, but it's also talking about like some real issues as well. Though it's, yeah. I think I think like the the funniest the the best thing and the way it kind of handles it is just like anyone who's you know just like racist and ignorant, they're not necessarily portrayed as downright evil. Although some of them are, it's more, it's more just ignorance and stupidity. Yeah, basically, and, and stuck in their way. Yeah, yeah, they're more they're more made fun of than like mm. uh, vilified. Yeah, they're, they're portrayed as out of touch losers. Yeah, exactly. Which, which is are. which is how they should be. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and and also like some of them are shown to be incredible. Some of them are shown to be incredibly hypocritical. Like mm. the 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 TV owner or like the guy that is like the main sponsor head or something of the hairspray that runs the Corny Collins show. <laughs> There's, he has a very funny line like when Tracy first starts uh, being on the Corny Collins show and he's like not happy with it and he's like get that chubby communist off my show I wrote I wrote down that line exactly best line of the movie I want that chubby communist girl off the show followed shortly by I think the second best line of the whole show where he says, how are you going to fire Corny Collins from the Corny Collins show? And she responds, they do it all the time in Lassie. <laughs> it's true. If you don't know, the show about a dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. This this movie has some just great, hilarious one-liners. Another one I like is when um, when they're putting out... Well, first of all, there's a, a girl who's leaving the Corny Collins show. She's taking a break. And then, like, how long are you leaving us for? And she's like, oh, not long, just... Nine months, which in <laughs> itself is hilarious. But then they have Zach Efron put out the ad for um, for the show. He says, hey, do you want to be one of the nicest kids in town? Cut school tomorrow and come down yeah. to the, <laughs> the studio. Just the blasé way he just says cut school and come to the studio. It kills me every time. It's very it's, funny. It's it's well written and there's there's good performances in it to like... The, a lot of the jokes are just stuff that people do and say. Yeah, exactly. They're never played as jokes. They're just they catch you off guard and you go, "Oh, hang on, what the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, one thing I couldn't remember if I liked it or not, and I was a bit apprehensive about the whole thing. Yeah. Um, is the the casting of John Travolta? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I didn't like. Also, different time watching it now and today as it was two thousand and seven when it came out. Yeah. And then also in that, there is also the consideration that the movie is telling a story about like um, the acceptance of others yeah, and, and, and that kind of thing. So I, I, I wasn't certain if I was going to be keen on John Travolta playing a woman whilst in a fat suit. Yeah. <laughs> that was my main draw. 
I so I, I I did I I read into it a little bit and I saw that he he he'd spoken a lot about it and it's um it's it's a homage to the original the role originator and Broadway of Hairspray um was um uh, the, is it Edna the character of Edna yeah yeah the character of Edna was uh, played first time ever by a drag queen yeah um and and also and at, at first it is a little bit it feels a little bit stereotypical but as the movie progresses you can really see that he is earnestly trying to play a woman i like the performance i think yeah. the performance is good it's strange because yeah it is it's it's wrapped up in a bit of a problematic bundle it um, is yeah it's well-intentioned i think you see the thing is edna is a character who is always played by Amanda. Like the the character is mm. all that's that's like the traditional thing. And I don't know this for a fact, but I feel like probably in more modern productions, you probably would go for like a more drag queen version of Edna. I feel like that's the thing to do these days. Yeah. That that would seem like the right choice to me to make anyway. That seems like a win win scenario for everyone, really. Um. So the fact that a drag queen originated it, yeah, fucking do that. That sounds sick. Mm. Um. But yeah, just the a man earnestly playing a woman it's it's a little i don't know but but it it is a good performance though from it is john travolta which is not something you can say very often so no no it's true yeah <laughs> especially with his friend quentin tarantino who loves the n-word um no i yeah you're right the problematic bun a well-intentioned in a problematic bundle is kind of where i find peace with it yeah it's it's like it's it's unusual but i do i do truthfully think that uh because you know 2016 is when trans people started existing right that's that's (laughs) that's widely accepted as truth they never existed before that yeah no yeah and as everyone knows yeah (laughs) they weren't invented yet yeah (laughs) but but i don't know i think like in a different time he is earnestly trying to be genuine and respect a role's origins whilst also doing it justice and not he does ham it up, but in a way yeah. that is like intentional for this, you know, larger than life performance and musical. It's also quite a cheesy musical as well. Like the yeah. whole thing is supposed to be quite very cheesy in sixties and stuff. So yeah, it does make sense. Um, <laughs> I, I, there's also something to be said about the fact that you just have, um, what's his name? John. What, what was John his name? John Travolta. Yeah, John Travolta just earnestly loving christopher walken as well yeah great and (laughs) and and christopher walken's performance back yeah exactly like it it's genuinely it's a and that's what i'm saying it's realized in truth it's a loving relationship that feels real yeah and yeah john travolta gives a performance christopher walken always gives a fun at the very least it's fun his performance (laughs) that that is true (laughs) yes um Ugh. all right yeah but i just i just wanted to address that because i'm again I, I will never apologize for being too progressive here's um, something um i when i was in college i never, never didn't do a full production of hairspray but i did i was involved in this thing which was like um, um sort of like a musical medley is the best way to describe it where we do like different scenes from musicals and stuff yeah. like that and one of them was um you can't stop the beat hairspray which i was involved with as every theater kid knows and has performed at least once of course of course just just take a wild guess which uh which part would you think i played (laughs) (laughs) in that (laughs) wait you can't you can't stop the beat uh yeah well is it edna yes it is And and how did you feel stepping into the, such such a role? I was honoured personally. I had a great time doing it. It was a lot of fun. 
No, I, mean, I would have been Link. I'd have been cool, sexy Link. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> it's true. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be Link. He's a performative activist. No, he's, he's... He turns the tide. He does. Yeah. He's got a heart of gold. He gets a little confused sometimes. It's true, yeah. Zac Efron. This was peak high school musical time. I think it was in between high school musical movies. So he was obviously not afraid of being typecast at the time. No, not at all. <laughs> Since very much so. Yeah, very. never wants, doesn't want to touch up with a barge pole now. But Did, didn't he do one of them Netflix things where he's like, I'm the serial killer that people are interested in this month? Oh, really? I think he did one of them, yeah. Oh. Ted Bundy. He was Ted Bundy. He was Ted Bundy? He thought, did do a Ted Bundy, yeah. I thought um, Evan Beers was Ted Bundy. No, he was um, uh, the fucking, the slicked, slicked big glasses, blonde hair creep. They all look like that. I mean, yeah, it's true, yeah, but they... Stop oh. casting incredibly hot actors to play these fucking weird serial killers, man. It's my least favourite thing that Netflix do when they're like, look how sexy this serial killer Don't you want to make a fan cam about it? And I'm like... No. People died, real people died, their <laughs> families are still alive. This is extremely gross. <laughs> Thirst over fictional serial killers, all you want. Thirst over mm. Kylo Ren all day long. I do it too, it's great. But, like, don't be thirsting over fucking Ted Fictional Bundy. serial killers, you went for Kylo Ren. <laughs> he's the first one that. He's Adam Driver, man, he's always on my mind. It's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, don't be thirsting over Ted Bundy, man, come on. Go yeah. to therapy instead. Yeah. That sounds healthier, yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Look, uh, this, yeah, so this was 2007, same year of High School Musical 2 release. Oh. Um, so I, I have to assume he was filming these at the same time. Wow. Uh, saying that, uh, this would like have been high, longer in post. Than, yeah, I feel like yeah. High School Musical 2 would have had a, a considerably shorter production and budget. Than, <laughs> it's, than it's true, yeah. yeah. Well, the third, the third one went to cinema, you know. Which... Yeah, but not the second one. The second one was still a Disney Channel original. I think I think the second one was they realised what they had and they went oh shit it was still in four by three oh my god it was yeah fuck what what do you make of Zac Efron in this then I think he's good I think he brings I, that sauce man I like Zac Efron as an actor I think he's mm. I think genuinely I do think he's a good actor he's very comedic he has great comedic timing um and he's and he's quite funny in this he knows he knows what he is really he he. He's not like he doesn't think of himself as necessarily bigger than the part calls for. He knows he's yeah. just a, essentially a bit of a himbo who mm. who thinks he's cooler than he is. And there's a great moment where he goes to detention with with Tracy and he sees like the black kids dancing and everything like that and he starts to get involved. He's like, Yeah, I'll dance too. <laughs> and they're like, What are you doing, white boy? Like <laughs> He thinks he can just slip in and be cool with them, but it's like, you're not cool, man. You're not yeah, as man. cool as you think you are. You're, you're cool amongst the white kids. Yeah, you're white cool. You're, <laughs> that doesn't translate, man. I am. Um, I don't know. There is something about, I wrote down that um, Ladies' Choice and Bet On It were released in the same year. <laughs> there two is, great there, songs. Two, two fucking test of time standing bangers <laughs> two powerhouses of songs really it's it's amazing that bet on it is as good as it is considering it's, where it came from really yeah it's it's wild but also and this is what you're saying about like he doesn't he doesn't <clears throat> he doesn't go over what the role calls for he's not yeah. trying to like zach Efron, bear in mind he one of his first first things he did was high school musical where he's the he's the main character yeah leading man yeah he could have easily tried to overshadow people in this but he knows his place 
Mm. He steps back. He realizes he is he is a he's he has a primary functional role for the protagonist, but he's a supporting character. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I love that the duality of his performance that he can bring. He can literally run around a golf field. Yeah. Right. And like fucking rip up tarmac and shit. Not tarmac. But he can rip up like fucking astroturf. Yeah. And like splash water. But then also to this, do a bit of dancing in the background and then let it be. We always. <laughs> I was having flashbacks to uni. <laughs> Parties whenever Bet on It came on. <laughs> that was that was it, man. Was... I still know all the words. And the best part is. Who does? Like, yeah, exactly. And the best part, that song is made for mm. harmonizing. Yeah. Right, because you can't you can't sing that song without someone doing the backup Zac Efron vocals. Yeah, and yeah, when you when you when you find your soulmate, as I had with Nathan, <laughs> right, then you just know that you you have that in you and you can bust out that performance. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, I just think he, uh, 2007 he was working with someone different, man. He was a cut above. He had the source. Yeah, it's true. It, had, it it's has true. to be said. He should. He, he needs to go back to doing more fun and weird musicals like this i reckon yeah go back do that high school musical reunion you coward he's fucking absolutely enormous now isn't he though he's he's a he's a brick shit house now isn't that for a role like i saw him and he was like like he looked unwell but like is isn't it for a role though i i know that he like he had a, a kind of a, a show where he like it's it's actually a really really interesting show he like it was basically just like going around the world with Zac Efron and him like experiencing some cultures and stuff. Yeah. And, and he had, he had just like a chicken dinner and it brought him to tears and he's like, I haven't eaten like shit in like eight years. <laughs> My God. And, but like, and the, cause the last thing you remember, remember he was in the movie Baywatch. Yeah. And the, the, the fucking physique he had to maintain for that. Yeah. It's such an unhealthy lifestyle. Not to mention you're just injecting every spare vein you have. Yeah. So it's fucking, yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah, it probably was for a role when he was massive, but hard to say. Either way, good lad in this. Good lad in this, yeah. Look after Young... yourself more, Zach. Yeah, please, please. <laughs> and come back, come do yeah. some fun stuff. It, it's it's really well made. It, it I like in terms of, I feel like it doesn't stick to things. Like it, it, it is very, very free flowing with like how the musical operates. Like there'll be some musical sequences that don't follow like a linear structure. Mm. And, Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There'll be other ones that follow literally a, a couple walking around the building. Yeah. Like it's, it's, and it always it never breaks any immersion you never go it never feels like a structure has been changed yeah it it just always feels natural and i think performances carry it through that but like i'm i'm the, the main one i really really liked was um 
I don't know what the song's called. I'd imagine it's called I Can Hear the Bells. Okay, yeah. Um, but just that, how, like, it just it clearly communicates the whole day of school because they need to show a whole day of school passing for them to get to the next episode of the Corny Collins show. Yeah. But it, it clearly communicates that she's just been date. She had one interaction with Link and she's been daydreaming about it all day. Yeah. And you show her getting hit with a dodgeball and stuff. It's fun. It's it's it all a fun. bit of in, in silly jest. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, we have Amanda Bynes playing Tracy's friend, Penny. Amanda Bynes is someone who truly just fucking breaks my heart as a yeah. person because like she was like a, a Nickelodeon kid like she had her own show on Nickelodeon the Amanda Bynes show which was great it was kind of like SNL for kids and I used to love it quite a lot um we've all done a ma yeah, exactly <laughs> it was great there was so many funny sketches on that and that's where like Josh Peck and Drake Bell originated from and stuff like yeah. that it was all on that um and and Amanda Bynes is great, but like every now and then you'll just see a story in the news, and it's like Amanda Bynes found naked walking the streets of Los Angeles off her mind on drugs and everything yeah. like that. And it's it's and, and to to clarify, we're in no way vilifying her. Nicole no, it's suck. not her. It's not her fault whatsoever. She's had just a horrible fucking Mate, a Nicole lot of horrible shit. I, I was I was just this morning. Um, I was I was literally watching a, a little interview. Um, I think her name is Alexa Nichols. Okay. Also, I may be pronouncing that wrong. She was a girl that was on Zoe 101 again, led by that ghastly fucking paedophile Dan Schneider and yeah. um, and again Nickelodeon executives that were without a doubt enabling his terrible behaviour. Hundred percent. And it's and it's just like they're consistently and historically their their concern for child safety is laughable yeah um and it and it sucks because i i wrote down as well amanda Bynes is really really good in this she's not she's amazing she's great yeah but she and the thing is she does a lot with a little like yeah. zach efron she's not afforded a lot of opportunity but like just like little micro expressions on her face the shock in her eyes when seaweed kisses her like it's all little subtle acting choices <laughs> that um i mean someone says the line um Oh, when she's like with seaweed and uh, someone says to her, oh, you got a whole lot of ugly coming at you from a lot of stupid. And she just goes, oh, so you've met my mum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. She's brilliant. She's yeah. really good in it. But, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, also, a lot of it, like, it's quite funny. A lot of her role is, like, <laughs> basically fainting because yeah. she's simply too horny. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> but like she 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 she's a likable character she's fun she is yeah. yeah yeah you're right though that it is it is sad like a lot of the career trajectories in this the three people we, the four people we've spoken about so far yeah have immeasurable amounts of talent and have just seemingly like been overlooked or had it wasted yeah yeah that's fuck shame. maybe this is sad <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite song I've got three favourite songs. Okay, so no, then. <laughs> Which I know, yes, it doesn't answer your question. But I, I, okay. I knew we, we do this with musicals. I always write down my favourite songs, and I, I wrote Can down I tell three. You my favourite song, first of all, please. Okay, so my favourite song is "Run and Tell That." Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. second favourite song is "New Girl in Town." Okay, yeah, not one of my favourites, but that's my fine. third favourite song. Is without love. I have, you have two for three on me. Okay. 
So I have I, I, I enjoy Run and Tell That. I enjoy Without Love. Yes. Um, and the other one I like is uh, Queen Latifah, I Know Where I've Been. Yeah, that's that, yeah, that's very good. It's obviously right. It, I don't know if it's necessarily my favorite. It's not the one I'd put on. I love hairspray. Listen to this. Grab me the orcs and put this one on. <laughs> yeah, because it's just a big bummer. Yeah, it's just a, it's a it's a mood changer. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it does tonally. This movie walks a fucking tightrope, and it does yeah. it really, really well. Um. Yeah, I do like that moment where it just instantly becomes more serious, but they never lose their goofiness. Yeah, um, there's that joke about like she she taps a police officer with a with a fucking a picket sign, <laughs> yeah. and then like you hear about it, it's like brutally attacked with a blunt instrument, and then on the news later on, it's like he's in hospital succumbing to his wounds. <laughs> but and, and then like, and then Link goes to her <laughs> house and he says to Edna, "I can't believe she attacked an Eagle Scout." <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't think that, and, and again, it just goes back to that comedy aspect of it. Like it, they're they're all just throwaway gags. Yeah. Like if you're not quick enough, you won't catch them. But they're so rewarding mm. when you suddenly go, "Hang on, what the fuck what was that? that was silliness?" Yeah. Um. But yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Favorite. Th- those are my favorite songs. I don't. I don't think there's a bad song here. No, not necessarily. No, there's some I, I probably would just skip over when I'm listening to the soundtrack. But that's more just like in in terms of vibes and mood really than anything else um i like new girl in town because i like the way it starts with like the three white girls and it's not that great and stuff and it's and it's like yeah okay it's it's got a nice rhythm and stuff and then they switch it over uh to the 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 black performers (laughs) and it's just instantly so much better and yeah. just such a a better and and just more interesting song, a better vocal more range, in, yeah, more yeah. interesting vocal arrangement and that type of stuff. And it's just <laughs> so much better. And the fact that like Michelle Pfeiffer's character was like, I can't believe you're using that song. And Queen Latifah was like, They wrote it. It's their song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's another thing as well. Like that, there isn't a bad song, but there's like they all work. Even if they're not your favorite, they work within the confines of of what the movie's doing. Yeah, like a, a good example of one that I'm not putting on ever just to listen to casually, um, but works really, really brilliantly in the musical and 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 how the movie, the music styles really reflect the character. Yeah, um, like you say, like when when um, uh, when when like Queen Latifah and and the black performers take over the song, it becomes so much more. Um, it less reg like less regimented it feels like a yeah 100 percent. there's people actually putting emotion into the performance uh rather than just hitting the beats um that's also reflected in um uh, michelle pfeiffer she's got a really her character's very stuck in the past she keeps bringing up yeah. she won this thing years ago she's got some um, awful lines like some horribly racist lines man like, some lines that i'll be is... honest i'm surprised they let michelle pfeiffer <laughs> say there's one of them that's like doesn't she say we have to like teach kids the the white way or something like that? Like we have to keep kids on. Oh, we have to keep kids on the white track. She says yeah. something like that. And then Corny Collins is like right track, Do- and she's like, "That's what I said." <sighs> yeah, it's horrible. It's gross. But yeah. like her her character, and they communicate. <clears throat> she's like stuck in her ways, and yeah. obviously it's it's the sixties, but she's past her glory days now. It's all about trying to promote her daughter to essentially be the new her. <sighs> yeah. Um, and I, the one thing I really like is that when she does her song, her first, uh, her first vocal performance in, in the, uh, yeah, it's shit, 
And it's also like the music style is stuck in like forties and fifties elegant. Yeah. And it's and it's very it's very elegant, it's very violins and very like it feels like a like a jazz club performance yeah. from a by, from a bygone era and it's like it's so well communicated because like everyone else is having fun man jiving around doing some little leg moves and twists and turns and all sorts and she's just walking around acting like the most fucking bored performer on the stage yeah um I, yeah i just think it's 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 really really well communicated to god you're really getting me to like musicals man <laughs> they're good musicals are great yeah it is it is good yeah. um what else we got here I feel like we're all over the place. I, I just... One thing that's always drawn me to this musical is, um, like I say, the the way it celebrates what's um, not necessarily the perceived norm, basically. Mm. Like, it's it's a movie, like, where if you're... You know, if you look a little bit different than other people, if you have a hard time with it, it's like there's a place for you. You don't have to hide away and and live a life you you're welcome in this world and, and you have a place and you can get up and dance with everyone else there's no reason why you can't it's mm. it's just nice it's nice to to have that message and to and to see something positive for a change it's it's very sweet i like it it walks a it walks like a fine line and it, it walks it really well because like there's a, there's a world where like people couldn't people might have been against the character of tracy turnblad like being vilified for your weight is not the same as being vilified for the color of your skin. Yeah. But like they, it's, it's such a celebration of like you say, anything outside of the perceived norm. You see the thing about Tracy Turnblad is there's, there's not a single second in this movie where she has a racist opinion or considers any kind of, you know, negative opinion towards black people. Like, fr- from the fucking get-go, she is on their side through and through. Like, was it Michelle Pfeiffer that asked her, like, w- would you swim in an integrated pool or whatever? And she's like, yeah, it's cool. Why not? Like, yeah, yeah. of course. She's like, if they let me, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, it sounds cool. Uh, she goes to detention and it's, like, full of black kids. I feel like most people, in that, most white people in that school be like, ooh, I don't know about this. I don't know if this is the place for me. But she's like... Fuck yeah, this is cool, man. We're dancing, yeah. we're having a great time and stuff. <laughs> Another just funny line from Zach Efron is when they he goes to detention as well and seaweed invites them back to a party and he's like, Is it safe for like for people like us? <laughs> <laughs> that happened that happens again with like uh, Amanda Bynes or something, and she's like, We have a right to be here and, and Queen Latifah's like like, yeah, we we're more likely to be in trouble walking down your road. Yeah. Darling. Like, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> You're fine. Um, but yeah, mm. again, it just, it, it addresses like what all of these, I mean, it's no coincidence that the two people that say that have like the, the, the mentor figure we see for Zac Efron is, is Michelle Pfeiffer. And we see Amanda Bynes is um, on screen mum. Yeah. And like, they're just snooty stuck in their ways. Old white women. Yeah, that like have their opinions and they're outdated, and I like that. Like the less, but but outdated in different ways though. Like mm, yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer and and uh, John sounds weird. Michelle Pfeiffer and John Travolta. Um, yeah. <laughs> um uh, yeah, yes, both kind of have outdated ideas, but one very much like outdated because she's a horrible racist and the other yeah. outdated because she's been inside the house for like 10 years or whatever and is just like let time pass her by essentially yeah, 
Yeah, that was that was that was a sequence when she goes outside. Um, and that I, I welcome I guess, to the sixties. Yeah, yeah, song. that that whole set piece. Yeah, um, that was that was the moment that John Travolta won me over, and I was like, "God damn it, fuck!" <laughs> like, I love the way he says "iron." Yeah, <laughs> I left my iron on. What the fuck is the accent that he's <laughs> I doing? I don't know. I don't understand. I left it. my iron on. It's for, Tracy Turnblad. It's like Kermit the Frog. Sound, in some... I was going to say, you sounded like Kermit. <laughs> you get your, your ass right home now, Tracy Turnblad. Shiny, I don't <laughs> mind. I left the iron on. <laughs> oh, Tracy. Hello. But, um, but like, yeah, and like other, there's, there's the, uh, there's the lovely line from, um, uh, what's his name? Christopher Walken. That's it. Yeah. Um, where he like, he, he says like the saying of like old dogs need to learn new tricks. And he's like, we're old. You, you usher in the new era. Yeah. I like this scene where Michelle Pfeiffer is trying to like seduce Christopher Walken or whatever. And just getting absolutely <laughs> nowhere. With it just cause he's, he's just so interested in showing her his little jokes. And yeah. his, little, his little prank things and everything. <laughs> There's a moment where she like she says something very suggestive, and the camera just cuts to him. And I obviously, because the framing is really nice in this movie, otherwise. But there's just a really awkward frame where he's like, it's not quite a mid shot, it's not quite a close up, but it's awkward. He's not really moving that much, and he's like an awkward center frame, and he's just got a silly red wig on and some glasses, <laughs> and it's just really yeah, funny. Yeah. Like, like we we've all done that, right? We're like we're like <laughs> someone's been talking, and we've quickly put on a, a silly thing. Yeah. So that when they turn around, we're wearing something silly or something. Like that. And that's, that's such a funny thing to capture in that awkwardness. <laughs> but, oh, oh that's yeah. very good. Yeah. It is very, very funny. Um, I, I wrote down at the end, um, don't redeem Amber at the end. She's a gross racist. I don't want her yeah. to change. Of, I don't want her to have a change of heart because, in her words, she lost. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think the movie did it. I think it was more of a setup for Michelle Pfeiffer to be on camera cheating yeah but I, no i don't think it ever did do it yeah there was I, there was a point where i was worried and i was like no 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 no, no she's racist no <laughs> don't redeem her it didn't no yeah the whole um you can't stop the beat sequence is just a it's, it's just a great moment of victory it's a great mm. moment for all the the stories and the cards to align and stuff and to come together and to just have this great fuck you racists we're gonna integrate <laughs> we're gonna dance together we're gonna have a great time it's going to be fun. It's like I say, it's a big celebration of being who you are and not apologizing for that. And it's, yeah. it's great. And really. I, I like that progressive man, Corny mm. Collins as well, just takes the opportunity. Like Tracy arrives and like a known wanted mm. felon. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, Tracy's on the show. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And then like, um, then, a, um, mm. some, uh, like a, the seaweeds sister, sister, Anila um, Stubbs. Yeah, and she she's not even obviously she's she's black and she mm. wasn't ever a candidate to win the thing. Yeah, and he's like, amazing, come on up and let's dance. And then yeah. like, and then Michelle Pfeiffer's like, actually, it can't be that that's not the rule. And he's like, you want the rules? I'll give you the fucking rule book. Here's the paragraph. Look it up. I'm progressive. <laughs> he is progressive, to be fair though. Like, yeah, throughout the whole thing, he's all for. He seems to be anyway all for like integration. He has you know Queen Latifah's character on her show and stuff he's he's playing uh you know detroit music and motown rhythm and blues and that sort of stuff he loves it mm. all so yeah he's quite happy for them to become one and stuff he, i think he's got he's got a position 
where he's yeah. like a handsome, charming white guy who's talented and can sing and yeah. dance. And he's like, he feels like the only person in the room a lot of the time that's like, I just like the music, man. Like, yeah. There's a lot of times where like people are getting shoved and stuff in the background, and he's just you can tell, he's he keeps up his I'm on air live persona. Yeah, but he's 100%. he's very much like these kids are fucking morons. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, like Tracy at the end. She I'm comes sorry, down. I love I love the moments throughout like the the uh, the Miss Hairspray sequence where whenever Amber's talking or or singing or dancing, and it cuts to him, he he just has like a roll of his eyes. <laughs> you can just tell he's so fucking done with her and stuff. <laughs> and he says, little and again another little just rolling joke where he's like, "Wow, it, 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 fucking the votes are coming in, and it's never been such a neck and neck fucking thing." And it and the camera cuts, and it's just so obviously Amber is clearly winning yeah. by like a large margin, and he's like, "It's never been more neck and neck." <laughs> yeah, and like when he was gonna read out that it's her that's one was he says it's like it's my obligation or my duty or yeah. something, <laughs> my so, obligation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's good he's a, and that's another thing right fucking james marston just bringing this like makes a whole character out of a side character yeah um a, like really a supporting actor that doesn't have a lot of scenes outside of being his showman figure yeah um yeah really really good stuff really fun i i like tracy at the end it's like it's on it's on the nose and it's obviously cheesy but like her coming down in like a checkerboard dress yeah like obviously the symbols of white and black standing together yeah um and then like the 60s hair like which is they've mostly had like kind of like late 50s hair up in the whole thing and then like she's got the 60s hair with the down and the streak in it and stuff and it's very it's very like ushering in the future bringing Um, in the new age and stuff yeah and it's and it's it's really really cool it's cheesy but like i'll be damned if i didn't have a big grin it's great it's happening yeah it's a great moment yeah Love and I'm just so happy stuff. that she went on and had such a successful career. Fuck <laughs> you, not, Hollywood. That's so depressing. <laughs> it's really yeah. fucking upsetting, honestly. Dude. <laughs> it really uh, is. Yeah. I love the moment, like, during Edna's section of that, um, you can't stop the beat. There's a moment where it cuts to Christopher Walken and he's just got his hand on his heart whilst he's <laughs> watching her sing and dance, which is very funny and sweet. <laughs> That, that's, they're, they're, it's never played for a laugh, is it? Like, it's it's treated as 100% genuine. It's not. Yeah, no, surprisingly, it's not like, ha, 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 man in a dress. Yeah. It's just the, the character happens to be played by a man, but it's not like, oh, this is clearly a man. Isn't that funny? It's just, yeah. no, it's it's a, the character is a woman. And, mate, John, I can't begin to tell you how confusing it is because John Travolta even plays it as, ha, 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 I'm a man. Yeah, and like there's an element of that. Like when he gets, he, he toes this fucking bizarre line. I know I keep saying it, but like it's the that when when um when Michelle Pfeiffer says um you'll certainly stop traffic when because she's in a big like pinkish dress. Yeah. Um and and just like the one two punch of like just it's like a close up and there's such sadness in John Travolta's eyes hearing that yeah. as the character, but then it cuts to like a wide shot. And like she's eating cake and she's going like, I'm taking the dress back. And it's very hammy and over the top. Yeah. And it's like, this feels like you're making fun of it. But I I feel genuinely sorry for this character. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. You confuse me, John Travolta. You're an enigma. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is. He's like, I feel is like it, he will do anything. Really. It's a Nick Cage type. Yeah. He'll, he'll play 
a man. He, well, he'll play Tracy Turnblatt's mum, and then he'll play Miley Cyrus's dog, who thinks he's real or whatever. And then he'll play. Do you remember that? Have you seen Bolt? <laughs> no. Have you not seen Bolt? I've never. What is oh, it? I thought you do... were just spitballing. No, we need to do Bolt on the podcast. You've never seen Bolt? No. So the animated. Dog yeah, movie. it's an animated movie. Yeah. Yeah. The premise is Miley Cyrus. Um, and John Travolta is the dog, okay? But the dog is a star of a TV show, okay? Yeah. And they film the TV show so that the dog thinks it's real. The dog thinks that he is actually like a super dog, and okay. he's a star of a TV show. He doesn't know he's on a TV show, basically. I see. Like yeah. Woody. No, like Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, kind of. But like the... Like, the show is filmed, like, they have to do everything in one take because they, they don't want the dog to know he's an actor. That's such a weird concept. Yeah, but it's it's very, it's surprisingly good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down to do it. That sounds we should, fun. We should do ball, yeah. <laughs> Go through, an, a, like, a, an enigma of John Travolta movies, like, oh. uh, uh, or like, a series of all the ones where he's, like, inexplicably talented, but in a way yeah. that no one should ever be good at that. I like Grease. I do like Greece. I I don't like that he's like thirty, and the message of Greece is change yourself for a man. Like, yeah, no one likes that, but it's <laughs> we just accept it. Right? And there's and there's a guy that's like, oh man, I can't believe I got detention, and he's like fifty <laughs> years old. <laughs> he has a receding hairline and like five o'clock shadow, and he's like, oh man, my teacher's <laughs> given me a detention again. <laughs> yeah, Greece was wild for that. And then they get together and they're like, "Did you exploit that woman?" And he's like, "I didn't." And they're like, "You're a fucking loser. <laughs> you could be should be cool like us and exploit women." <laughs> Greece is fucking horrible. Greece is so fun. Greece should not be done in high schools, but it is, and it, it is. was done in mine. <laughs> but it should not be performed in schools at all. But it's good though. You you can't help but like it. I was the butler in Bugsy Malone. I had one line. I was duty in Greece. Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> I never did Bugsy Malone. Um I no, should what... have though. I would have played Fat Sam. Oh, and his grand and his titular and his grand, grand slam. slam. <laughs> yeah. Fat Sam's grand slam. Speakeasy. <laughs> <laughs> What was that one I always loved from Bugs and Mines? Uh, we could have been anything that, that we, we wanted, wanted to be. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, that was always good. They were good ones, to be fair. One day we should do that. We should watch all the movie adaptations of musicals we did in school. That will be our next <laughs> series that we do. I do want to do Joseph and the Amazing Technical Dreamcoat. And I feel like every school has done Joseph. It's like a requirement for like every primary school to do Joseph at one point. I don't think I, I maybe I did. I don't I don't have any recollection of it. The earliest memory I have of acknowledging um Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat was um the X Factor winner being cast as Joseph. Joe uh, McElderly. Yeah, Joe, my cousin once called him Joe McElderly Berry and I've never not laughed at that since. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even funny, but it's very funny to me. Joseph is good. We should do Joseph. It's very short though. It's like an hour long. Is it really? Yeah. It's like a oh. one-act musical. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's quite short. Um, we should do Joseph. We should do Grease. Mm. We should do Bowl. Hey, do you exploit that woman yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do ah. you mean you didn't sexually assault her? <laughs> Bull. 
Oh man, I'm in a flying car and I'm trying to get this girl in here. Oh, uh, the 70s. Terrible, <laughs> terrible messaging going on there. Yeah. Um, every now and again, I think about how um, uh, Vanessa Hutchins did uh, Grease once. Uh, she did a live performance of Grease, and 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 the one night that her that she the one night it was being filmed for the TV's release of yeah. the live performance, as they've done, you know, they did with Hamilton, they did it with Heather's, they did it with a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, the the night, and it couldn't be changed. The night, and five minutes before she was due to go on stage, uh, the night it was being televised or being filmed for television. Um, she got news that her dad died. Ooh. It was rough as hell, and she's spoken about it since, but she she went on stage, and like her performance is like critically acclaimed. Apparently, she's incredible. Really? Apparently, she's fucking phenomenal in it. Yeah, I, I don't wow. know who she plays. I think it might be... Um, oh, fuck. Uh, I, I don't know if the character's name is it. Is it, is it Rizzo? Yeah, she makes sense as Rizzo. Both Vanessa Hudgens and Zac Efron need to make their big returns. I was just thinking, speaking of Vanessa Hudgens, we should do High School Musical. We have to beat Caravan of Garbage to the to the pot. It's gay. It's gay as fuck. It's very gay. <laughs> they're swapping clothes, <laughs> they man. Are. They like they sing a whole number where they're like, I don't dance, which is just a metaphor for having sex with each other. <laughs> I don't have sex with men. I know you can. <laughs> yeah. Not a chance. And then the next scene they're in different they're in each other's outfit. Like, come on, man. <laughs> and then and then in the third movie, when everyone's getting their like happily ever after shots. It's the two obviously gay characters. They're like, we're now in love together as man and woman oh, should be. That is the stupidest decision. They they've, they've retconned the, it. Ryan's gay. They have. They have retconned it since he like there was a reunion and he has a boyfriend or something. Um, yeah. but the, the character, which is obviously a gay man and a lesbian woman, they went, yes, these two are a couple. <laughs> They're now in love and, because we to put be them honest, together. That that would kind of make sense for high school anyway. The two closeted characters who are obviously gay. Like, yeah, sure, we're together. We're in a relationship. Look, we're straight, just like you guys. They go to graduation, they're like, we're both each other's beards, right? We know this. No, <laughs> yeah. We know that's what's going on here. <laughs> uh, anyway, a lovely, lovely musical. I had a very, yes. very good time. Um, Me too. What are we doing next week? No, no, because we're doing recommendations first, Lawrence. Oh, fuck. I this, forgot about my own thing. <laughs> this is the segment of the show where once we finish the main segment, we do another little segment where we talk about something we've watched, read, cooked, eat. I don't fuck. It's anything at this point. It's whatever. <laughs> all right. I like it. can be whatever, though. That's, it that's can fun. be whatever. It's just a fun little recommendation. Why did we start doing this? Who knows? But it's here now. <laughs> <laughs> what's your recommendation for this week uh my recommendation this week is a fun game available on pc and console uh, called Ooh. house flipper house flipper are you a real estate agent so you you play as um yeah you you play as essentially a character that can basically buy and flip and sell houses but you get there's certain like little windows that pop up with characters that they can list their demands like and they're always fucking insane demands yeah. like one guy's like I, I i would like to have this is genuine by the way this isn't me just riffing nonsense this is a thing that is said one guy is like i want to have two baths so i can have a hot and cold bath at the same time and you have yeah. to build that shit for him but what i like about it um is it's very much like it's not like how you build stuff in the sims where like you press the wall button and then just spam walls yeah it's like you go in and like if you want to bust down a wall you have to like swap your tool manually to be like a fucking 
hammer, like a sledgehammer, and yeah. you have to physically knock down that wall as if you were like like if, if anyone's played Fortnite, it's like the level of like effort you have to put into hitting a wall to get it to break, and you have to do that for every wall in the house and everything like that. Um, right. Okay. It's it look. I, I don't play this game unless you are like happy to waste hours of your life. Oh, I am. It's, yeah, it's very much a game just to put on, de-stress, maybe listen to a podcast, maybe listen to this podcast, um, and and have a good time uh, just building some houses, um, painting some panels of wood, and you can get... Is that on PlayStation? Yeah, 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 that's, that's how we've got it. Is it free on it's... PlayStation? Uh, no, but it's not too much, I think it's like seven quid. Anyway, yeah, um, House Flipper. Uh, fun on console you can buy dlcs with it um you can buy dlcs so that then you can start up doing the garden uh you can get like the luxury dlc which is then you can start like redesigning mansions and stuff it, it, it it's fun it's 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 nonsensical and it's a very simple game and it's dumb but it's just a good way to kill some time and 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 kind of decompress for the evening Interesting. What about? I think that's the first recommendation of yours that I'm actually mildly interested in. <laughs> <laughs> you'd like, I genuinely think you'd have a wicked time on it. I might. Do, we yeah. did. We did. We played. We played the whole of Lake <laughs> that you suggested. It's a good game. It is a good game. That's another yeah. one. There we go. Anyway, you're not here for three recommendations. What? What's your one? <laughs> My recommendation is um, the movie This Is England, because. I watched Ooh. it yesterday, um, because uh, you, you know, you know, I've been watching The Crown recently. Yes. Okay. I've been watching You're The Crown. A big England kick. Are you? <laughs> no, it's not that. It's that I now finished The Crown, and I'm now looking for a new drama series to get my teeth sunk into. Okay. <laughs> okay yeah. And I remember I used to like This Is England, and I don't think I ever watched the the last season. This Is England ninety. So I'm like, ah, oh, I'll watch. I'll. Watch all of this is England. I'll go through that. It's a good show. I'll go through it. So, but it obviously starts off with the movie. Just yeah. this is England. Um, so I went on four. It's not on four. The whole all the series <laughs> are on Channel Four, the app. But for some reason, the movie's not. It's why I had to rent it off Amazon. Um, so I did that. I rented it for ninety nine pence off Amazon. Absolute I, bargain. <laughs> I smell a fucking irritating licensing contract. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, me too. Um, but oh, such a good movie, like really fucking good. And I, and I think I might want to do like maybe the movie in the series at some point on this podcast because it is very good mm. and something that's like difficult to watch at times. And you know, like Hairspray has something important to say, um, like especially Joe, about Joe Gilgan, right? Is Joe Gilgan in it? The big tall guy from Misfits who took over the other funny guy from Misfits. Yes, 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 yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Why why is a goat in the community? No, don't, 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 don't. You can't, you can't do it. So don't. It's a very specific. You you have it in your head that every northern accent is the same, and you what you do is a very broad. Like me and my father went down pits, and and we we worked a seventy-two hour shift, and it's it's not. You're you're doing like a very broad sort of like Doncaster sort of thing is it, Whereas, is it like how benedict cumberbatch does an american accent it's yeah like, kind i'm of, from yes. i'm from america i'm from america <laughs> yes yeah. where in america the united states <laughs> of america just a, a good movie <laughs> some choices which are quite odd <laughs> like having a 12 year old boy fully make out with like an 18 year old girl at one point Oh <laughs> yeah, 
But all around, very good movie with with okay. uh, some very good performances. Well, there you go. You've been told. Yeah. Go and watch it. Go and play House Flipper yes. um, and have a good time. And you can click right and here to get stuckmanized. No, you can't. Um, and we might be doing... I might I might see if I can put it on the schedule for sometime next year. I whole, would be I would be down. The whole This Is England. So uh, would you say that you're not recommending it to me yet? N- no, I'm not recommending it to you yet. So okay. To everyone else, yes. But to you, hang fire. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> yeah. Fine. <laughs> Right, well, that's been a wicked time, and uh, next week we're going to have another wicked time when we're talking about this. Well, if this is it, old boy, I hope you don't mind if I go out speaking to kings. By all means, Captain. See how Fida's into your Nazi boss. Wahoo, uh, fantastic. Again, Wahoo. it's not Mario. That's just something I've started doing. <laughs> it's Mario. Um, yeah, I don't know why. One day we'll do Mario, and then I'll actually be able to do a Wahoo. But well, maybe that day, I maybe I won't, just to really fuck with people. Uh, I flat out refuse to ever do Mario on this podcast. Ah, uh, have you seen it? No. It's a good movie. It's fine. I'm sure it's fine, but yeah, I flat out refuse. I still haven't seen Indiana Jones. Yeah, I, that's. I should. I can watch it. Like it's available. I can mm. watch it. But then I'm thinking spoiler alert little sizzle at the end of the pod here we've got indiana junes planned for next year yeah i'd next wait maybe. june we we are going to go through all the the indiana jones movies so i might just wait i would wait yeah yeah that'd be fun listen uh if you also are stuck watching indiana jones 5 repeatedly you can give us a little uh follow on twitter at What's another that? happy what, pod what what, what? <laughs> What is this need you have to like link everything together? Like you can just you can just say it. Like you don't need to try and make some funny joke which doesn't work at all to to link back into what we're talking about. It's true. Uh, and speaking of Link, this has been our hairspray episode um, where a character called Link exists. Uh, oh, it- uh, little thing after we finished. Um, <laughs> I just like the the moments where they're just relentlessly spraying hairspray. <laughs> just like whole cans worth of yeah. just spraying their hair and stuff. Just not worrying about global warming at all. <laughs> I like that they occasionally swap cans. I'm like, was his different? <laughs> yeah was it did his have like i don't know <laughs> something else in it it's good um, stuff. yeah give us a little follow we're on twitter at another happy pod um that's where you'll get a little post uh to remind you that new episodes of this show go out every single friday at 10 a.m uh we're gonna have a wicked wicked time um and you can give the show a little review as well if you've enjoyed it a five-star review wouldn't go amiss on your podcast platform of choice would be much appreciated uh and whilst you're out here appreciating things nathan will appreciate me passing the mic off to him as he tells you about our other podcast our other podcast is called still got legs it's all about Doki who that's doctor who for those who don't know we're currently making our way through uh the revival era we're up to series three coming towards the end of that now funnily enough in the last few episodes uh the last four or so in the next few weeks um so yeah it's a great time it's a fun time it's a doctor who time have a listen join us have some fun indeed uh click right here to get stagmanized. <laughs>
Please play the theme song. No, not until you redo that. I apologise. Everyone stay safe, stay vigilant, uh, and don't forget to fend off racists. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.